hey guys and welcome to a new season of men's loud um really miss you guys um so much so much miss you guys so much so this since this will be the first um episode to be dropping and this is the a new season and this is the first time you guys will be hearing us this year i uh, will say happy new year and uh, what else have we done oh valentine's so happy valentine's day also also happy birthday to me also i had my birthday last week march 3rd so you guys can still send in your gifts i mean maza maza is open you can also send me a dm so i'll send you maza details and everything so guys okay but today on today's episode i'll i'm um i'll be joined with daniel um toby will be here on today's episode he has something to work out with so pray for him and let him be back safely here with us okay daniel hi everyone um happy new year and welcome to the new season of men's lounge i've really missed you guys a lot and today we're going to have lots and lots of fun okay don't say what daniel said um lots and lots of funds throughout the season not just on today's episode throughout the season okay let's start okay guys um before we start talking about the entertaining stuff and some other fun stuff to talk about I want to talk about like the issue like I think everyone's facing right now in Nigeria, um, the first scarcity. I mean, for the past two three weeks now, the first scarcity has really done a lot of harm to Nigerians. I mean, for traveling now, uh, we can't travel without having double your budget. Even those living in your house, even ordering um boats, Uber and the rest are fucking expensive. I mean, even like boats now, the driver will tell you like, hey, boss. The four four days cars gone. I beg, give me add five hundred joint. Give me add one kid joint. It's crazy. I mean, people can't even leave the house to get food because you have fresh cast in Nigeria. Even Nigeria, I mean, one of the country blessed with um, crude oil in Africa. And not just on that again. Now we have ASU strike. The students have been on strike for like two weeks now. I mean, and we have an an election coming on next year again. I mean, everything does look so hard and weird for Nigerians and sad for Nigerians all over the states and everything. It's, 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 it's so sad for a Nigerian facing this. I mean, last year, we were facing um, um, the hike in price for goods and services. This year now, started with first scarcity as on strike. I mean, and our next election, I think that, that, that would be an important moment for us to pick um, a solid president, someone to represent us, someone to change our economy and change many other things in Nigeria because in the next eight years that will be like throughout this decade the president will tell me what Nigeria will be in the next ten years in the, in the next decade. So we need to pick someone that is competent, not someone because you know he yeah, has been the so so has done so so things before. So let's pick him. Let's use um let's be biased. Let's pick him because ah it's from my state. It's from my no please I beg man do that one. Let's read about um the um aspirants for these um positions and uh, seats let's read about them let's let's know what we are doing please even to jack myself these days safe things are fucking expensive the value of never to other currency is fucking high i mean jack back to canada canadian dollar is is like fucking high now compared to Nera. even ghana cd safe that is i think last time i checked was like seven era to get never to get cities also i can't really remember to dollar we have for probably on black market we have like 550 560 and everything and now with the ukraine and russia war that is going on now to jack to go all those kind of countries safe 
I mean, was it this week? Earlier this week, we have some Nigerian uh, students that traveled out to Ukraine for studies and everything, being returned back to Nigeria. At least take Nigeria government for that one, for that safely return. I mean, Danny, I don't know if you have anything to say about this first scarcity and uh, ASU strike and the upside down and the hiking price again. Last year, we, t- we complained about how goods and services are expensive, thinking probably this year they will drop. And next year, this year now, we have things that are fucking expensive. Sandin are going for 800 naira. An egg right now in my area is like 19 naira. Piotr is like 20 naira. I mean, I don't think even people know like Kobo is still coming in Nigeria. I don't think anyone spent Kobo again. 5 naira is useless. 10 naira is useless. Before we know now, 20 naira will be useless. I mean, everything does becoming hard in Nigeria. Once things go as a, as a, at an all high time price, it never drops. It just keep going up, up, up. Okay, Daniel, I don't know if you have any contribution to say about what's going on in Nigeria right now. Yeah, there are a lot of crises in Nigeria right now. Like, my dad used to say, he used to say something about his grandfather. His grandfather used to say, in, his, in, his, in my father's time, things would change in Nigeria. And now my father is saying it in his own time, that things will change in my own time. And now I am in my own time. I'm still going to say the same thing about my, about my children. Like, we things need to change now. We don't need to, like, wait for the future. Like, see, I didn't, I'm very, like, people are putting the most out, like, the kids in the universities. Like, I don't know how they survive with the hike of price and the, the, the full subsidy. I don't understand how they're going to move about. They are going to, with the old, the small, like, change their parents sense to them. Like, I didn't even, I really, I really don't understand how they're going to survive. This is already out in this country. We need change. We need, like, we need change. We need a good government. We need a new president. Someone that can give us change. Yeah, I don't like that. I said, someone that can give us change in this. Uh, see, all these reforms in two years, reforms in ten years, five years, change will come. We need, we need, we need an instant change. We need, we need something we can say, okay, the project is kicking on. We need that change right now. I mean, so sad seeing the future of this country. I mean, I, I won't even blame anybody who's trying to jackpot. I beg you, we get opportunity to jackpot, come on, jackpot. Jackpot. Because the next election again will be still be the same people we know. I mean, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> about that one. I'm not really deep into politics. I don't want to offend anyone. So, please. And this first scarcity too. Some filling stations are selling at ridiculous prices because the scars and everything, value goes up and everything. I mean, there have been some praises about, I think, Bova's filling station in some southwest um, states right now. I mean, I think it's owned by a woman and they say um, she sells at the regular price and everything. I mean, kudos to the workers at Bova filling station and the owner of Vast filling station. Kudos to you for helping Nigeria out in these difficult times. So, I mean, I don't want to talk about Nigeria too much and I'll probably get you guys depressed and sad and everything. I mean, I don't, we don't do that here on this podcast. We just feel like we need to talk about that topic because that's what everyone's facing right now. So, guys, let's go to, let's move to the entertainment segment. Or, Danny, do you have anything to add to what you just said? Um, yeah, I do. Like, in the next future now, like I don't know where Nigeria is going to like fall to because what what we what we are passing through now is going in the next future is going to be harder. If we have with the way the government are like doing things now, our children are going to be like suffering for suffering the most with this whole issue on ground. We need someone to like change, like change things for us. And ne- and again, uh the uh, uh the aspect of fall, we need like, I don't even understand. I can't even move. Like, I can't even go to places that I really want to go to now. To, today, this morning, I had to spend, like, a thousand euros just because I want to move to 
moved to um, a canteen. I went to get something at the canteen. Like, things are really hard here in Nigeria. Yeah, things are really hard in Nigeria. So, if you have to change to help someone out, please try and help the persons out and everything. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, guys, let's move to the entertainment segment. Okay, guys, let's talk about um, sports. I know our favorite sport on this podcast here yeah, is football. We love Formula 1 too, but season yet to start. So, football, 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 guys. Yeah. Let's talk about European football so, right now. Okay, um, I think my star debut was played yesterday. Yes. I don't know, I'm a Man City fan. <laughs> my star is blue currently. Obvious! <laughs> well, we did the blue, um, I thought I said we did the blue over. <laughs> yeah, you can really see that, right? <laughs> so, we did the double um, over United this season. 2-0 at Trafford and 4-1 at um, Etihad. I think that was paper, um, biggest win against United since it came to City with 4-1. A champion display yesterday, I'll call it a champion display. The boys were on fire, Foden was on fire, Jagulish. I think that was his best game he has had. I mean, I've always, I've always called, um, called him the 100 million man because he's always so sluggish on the ball. But yesterday he was doing 1-2 with Bernardo and Foden. He was all around, he was, he was trying to get involved in the game. I mean, I mean, we can finally see the guy we paid hundred million for and everything. So, um, Daniel, um, let's 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 see true about um City. I want to talk about the like the the tattoos. I mean, the English um press and media and whatever, and the PGM World Association of the Refs. And I'm pretty sure this is what they want. They want the tattoos something exciting. They don't want to see someone else run away with the by April or by March ending. They want the tattoos and they don't that to us. They did that. They did that, that to us. What am I saying today, God? <laughs> okay. So City Liverpool. Um, um, City leads with six points. Um, Liverpool have an outstanding game in hand. And what do you, I think they will meet by April fifth or so. I can't really remember. They still meet again this season. I think that's the only tough um feature um feature on six years. Liverpool starts to play Arsenal, Tottenham, and I think Man U. And City has played Tottenham, Man U, Arsenal, Chelsea in second leg. Only thing left for them is Liverpool. Do you think these are the tight ways and this will be an easy win for City? Or do you think Liverpool won't give up? I mean, they've never, they, don't, they don't look like a team that have given up so far. I mean, just keep winning. I think that game against West Ham, they're squeezing that 1 0. Before that, I think they played against Bondi too. They're squeezing that 1 0. I mean, that shows they're really ready to fight it out with City the last day on, of the season. Like Liverpool motto says, they never give up. Liverpool are a very strong team. They attack fiercely, they are not scared of anybody. And while well, Man City, Man City are they are very they are possession they have like the position they are a possession style of they their possession style of play. They are very, very good. They are consistent with their wins. That is what Liverpool don't have. Like Man City have they have more consistency. They can they can take on the wins from now to the end of the season. Why Liverpool? I don't I don't know for them though. I don't know. They have like their form is not consistent. They they drop and this they, they rise again. I I don't know if they have the like the standards to like compete with Masti for the title for the title race. I think what we're trying to like when Liverpool Liverpool hardly loses games. Um, I think they haven't lost any games since Van Dijk joined them at Anfield. 
at Anfield. They haven't lost any game. Where the Vindak has played in Anfield. This is it. All through his career, they haven't lost wow. a game. Wow. Where they have played at, at Anfield. So I think what what you feel like Liverpool had to lose, but when they do lose a game, it tends to be a huge repercussion and really huge um, consequences for them when they lose. When City lose, they get a, a, lot, a lot of points. So when they lose, they can still fall back and still pick up themselves. I mean, City lost against Tottenham, drew against Southampton. And yet, they still leave Liverpool with three points and they've played all the big boys. The only big boy left for them to play is the same Liverpool. Even though they lose against Liverpool, they can still go on to win titles based on good defence. They can score the top goals against these smaller teams and everything. You think I think you have something to say. Yeah, like Masti like Masti are a very strong team. Their attacking style is like amazing. They they've done it before. They won they won all their games from January to the end of the season. And that's what no team has ever done in England. So I expect more from I expect the best from Man City. I feel they can outwit anything Liverpool brings to them. Yeah, yeah. I feel that also I'm not being biased. I'm talking as a neutral. I mean, I think City has this mentality when it comes to Premier League. Does the way um, Liverpool has this mentality when it comes to Champions League. They don't give up in Champions League. City too, they have this mentality like, no matter how hard it is, they were squeezing that win. We saw the game against Leicester when we said company that doesn't take a shot, score a 35-yard screamer. I mean, this team, does, they don't does know how to give up. Last season, they started badly, Leicester being a 5-2. I think this season too, they started with a loss to Tottenham. They drew to Southampton and everything. And yet, look at them now. I think they've had the longest winning streak this season in Premier League, 14 wins. And they've only lost just one game from October to now. Just low lost against Tottenham. And one draw against Southampton from October to now. I mean, that's that's huge for any team in the world. I mean, yes, I'm a City fan, so thank you. <laughs> you, you felt that. So, enough about the title race between the Liverpool and the City, uh, guys. Let's talk about um, Ronaldo yesterday. Ronaldo didn't play yesterday. He had an injury. I mean, so, so people can push agenda and say that Ronaldo must have seen the training session of the United guys <laughs> and felt, wow, <laughs> this will be a massacre and, and he has fake an injury. Do you think Ronaldo has really improved United? I mean, United last season finished second. Bruno was scoring. Bruno was giving people FPL points. Bruno was winning man of the match, player of the month, scoring any kind of goals. Cavani was in form. Um, Rashford was doing his own beats and everything. Things were going smooth. Luke was having the game of his life. Things were going smooth for United. Then Ronaldo came in and believed things to be even be more better. And yet they just seem to look so they lack this passion for football. They don't look and COVID, they don't look like something would turn around. I mean, United might score you two goals. I know in the next two minutes we turn back those two goals. Yesterday, obviously it's a derby, and United knows how to turn up on derby days. And it was, they, just, they, were just, they were just easy to pierce through in the second half. Since we were just piercing through them, Bernardo was doing his own beats, so Ambisaka folding we really destroyed him. Maguire as always, the 80 million man, it was, it was bad. Lindelof was slow as, as, as a snail. I mean, I don't think this team can really win a trophy. I mean, the only trophy they can win this season is the Champions League, which is going to be hard for them. I don't know. We can be where league form doesn't really matter when it comes to, comes to um, Champions League and everything. And they have an easy opposition. I just come with those ones too. I think they're in bad form also. But do we do you really think United have improved under um, Ronaldo? Or do you think it was too early for them to sack Ole? Or do you think United's problem is more than more than 
coaching style or more than a player or is or they should just give up and believe this that time of bad form just live up the way Liverpool had over the years and ask now do they like should they just be like there's nothing they can do this is just a phase in the history um right now my morale is down and Ronaldo is just a man, not a god. He can't play all the old game. He can't play everybody's role. He's, he needs team efforts. You need the teamwork of you need the teamwork of the from the team. Maguire, Maguire is not. Ah, oh my god, that Maguire. Maguire is a slow defender. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's, and he's a captain. I guess he's not even like. He's not showing any trait of being a captain. Every every boy, everything now falls under like Bruno. Bruno is always getting angry, and he's not. And they are not even they are not bringing out the trait of the old man United that everybody knows. One man can be doing everything. One man can be doing everything. Man, you attacking. Man, you style of play needs to like improve. They need to improve in their coach. They need to improve in with the way they relate to their players. They need to stand out. And I don't feel man, man, you are the team that are contending for other any titles. This Premier League is gone already. The Champions League is like a 60-40 chance and. Man, man, you are under 40. I don't know what they can do this season, actually. Okay, okay, guys, Um, we have to go on a short break now. We'll back some. Okay, guys, Um, welcome back from that short break. Um, So, um, next, I want us to talk about, like, Messi and PSG also. I mean, we've talked about as Ronaldo improved PSG. Um, Sorry, Ronaldo improved mine. And he said... It has to do with the teamwork. Like the team is bad currently, so it's showing in Ronaldo's game and everything. So same goes for PSG too. So does PSG also lack this teamwork that makes a Messi out with two legos so far this season? Two legos. I mean that's bad for Messi. I mean no matter how bad Messi is, we know double digits is definitely sure for him. But this is in I think he has double digit in assist, but in goals in league two goals. I mean. We're always, we're always calling uh, League One Farmers League. And right now, <laughs> Messi is not really showing all his class in, his, um, in the Farmers League. Or do you think it's old age or Messi can't work without a system that that is built around him? I mean, the OPS team is built around Mbappe. You saw how he wins games for them, last minute goals, winning penalties, assists, and everything. So, what do you think? Um. I don't think I don't think Messi has improved um PSG's squad in any way. Um Mbappe is even actually outshining Messi in PSG. PSG have always been as they are before. They they are always contending for their league, also contending for the Champions League and winning other 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 cups or trophies. Um Messi Messi involvement in PSG has not brought uh, okay, let's say PSG don't have that teamwork. They are not as good. Uh, they don't have the teamwork. Uh, they don't have. They lack teamwork. They are not as good as Man City or Liverpool when it comes to teamwork. Or let's say teams like Bayern. Um, Messi, Messi, Messi is having like he's finding out time to adapt to France, like France style of play or PSG style of play. Maybe if you give him like a couple of years, maybe in like one or two years time, maybe he can improve. Um, it's one or two years time, not too late for Messi. I mean, Messi is like 33 or 34 right now. 
I don't feel it's too late. Messi is a talented player. He's different from every other player I've ever seen in my life. In Bermovic, like, I think 41 now and he's still playing. He's still playing football. Ronaldo is far older than him and he's still playing football. Yeah, Ibrahimovic is 41, but Ibrahimovic is always injury prone and he doesn't really seem to add anything to the AC Milan team. I mean, I mean, with his age, we know how League One is kind of a physical league. I mean, they have most of our players like very athletic players. I mean, they run you down. They have this pace and energy inside them. I mean, that's what Messi has faced so far this season. I mean, I think Messi is not just... I think the old age and some other things about Messi. I mean, sometimes you see Messi, doesn't even make runs for some kind of balls and... Sometimes when the whole team is charging, he does stay back and does, does watch everything. And I also feel is the style of play of PSG. PSG style of play is different from Barca. Yeah, he's always he's always used to like the style of playing Barca and always being the like the main man for the whole match. He's the one carrying Barca, always playing, always scoring goals, creating chances. Maybe that's what's different from now. Well, he was the main man and everything. It does like you said. He said Messi is like one talented player I've ever seen. So. Doesn't it seem like it should fit in well with his talent and his genius mind? Um, <laughs> I know Messi is very good. I can't say about that. Moving to another, moving to another club or another league or country is going to be very difficult for a player. No, everybody is not like Ronaldo. Ronaldo, Ronaldo adapts to other clubs because he has played for a lot of clubs, a lot of countries. So, let's, Messi is not Ronaldo. I can't, I can't say about that. I can't say anything about that one. Yeah, but it still doesn't mean. I mean, Ronaldo had to move for, from Sporting to Mayu and he won the Ballon d'Or, women trophies. Why being at the new club? He went to Madrid, same thing. He went to PSG, same thing. I mean, Messi has just moved from Olibaka to um, PSG and his Argentina um, national team and everything. When Ronaldo moved to Mayu, he had a good season. So why, why can't Messi also, when he moved to PSG, also have that kind of season? I mean, if if it's if it, if it should be Ronaldo having this kind of season two legals and everything, I'm pretty sure I know what people will say, what the media will say. I mean, it's just be unfair where we judge these two two guys when we try and play on one above one and try and degree the other one because we feel the other one is a goal scorer and everything. Why is Messi not scoring the goals? We know Messi for Messi has won the most golden boots in Europe, and yet he's still lacking goals at this stage. At this stage, when Messi was when Ronaldo was in Messi, he has scored many league goals. Definitely. I am not a Messi fan. I love Ronaldo than Messi, but I can't still dispute the fact that Messi is a very talented player and he's still he's still actually he's still performing now in PSG, but he's not he's not performing like the way he used to at Barca. Um Ronaldo in the other hand, Ronaldo is he's he's trying his best, he's trying to score. He but he's still not playing he's also not playing the way he used to play at Madrid or Juventus or the old man you like um, time time change and they are also these people are also old. I think Messi like thirty four, thirty five, and Ronaldo is thirty seven. They can't play the way they used to again. Exactly that was I want us to acknowledge. Like, these guys are old and they can't give us the quality they've given us over the last ten to twenty years or so. So um, let's shift away from Ronaldo and Messi. Let's talk about um Nigeria national team and the, um our World Cup um player of Ghana. Well. Since we were, um, since this will be our first episode of the year and our, uh, a new season and the first episode of this year, okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about our performance in Afcon. How 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 we performed in Afcon? I mean, we won our three games. No other team did it in Afcon. In our first knockout game, we got knocked out. I mean, now this 
um Ghana play of also seems like a knockout game, definitely knockout game of two legs. Are we is, is it that Nigeria the, the team are not good when it comes to knockout games? I mean, or the lack of confidence, or what do you think? Or the game against um Tunisia was it just a fluke like it's knockout game? It happens, it might have gone either way. So let's forget about that one. Um, to me, during the AFCON, I felt Nigeria was the best team in the tournament. I am not, I'm not being biased because Nigeria is my nation or anything. I saw the way they played. They, they didn't lose any match to the knockout stage. Um, Tunisia, I feel Tunisia was very lucky. Um, luck was on their side and Nigeria played their very best. Kudos to Senegal on their win, though, but I still feel Nigeria, we also still, I still feel Nigeria also needs to improve. Of course, Nigeria stands in food, but you say Nigeria were the best team. Is it because your style of play doesn't really differ if you're the best team? What, what makes you the best team is when you deliver, when you, when you need to deliver, when you win trophies, when you win games. With any style of play, you can pack the balls and win games. What what football wants from you is just win games. I mean, you still have to score to win games. Either with the pack the balls, maybe you use a counter attack and everything. You still have to score. So it doesn't really matter if you play the best style, you, you have you scored many goals, you have with um most Simon on the on the wings doing the doing his magic. You have Senior Mankels killing his. It doesn't really matter if you can't deliver your style of play is like BS if you can't deliver when it matters. Um now you are trying to like that goes the same for Man City. What happened to Nigeria? That goes the same for Man City. Man City are also like they're also playing well in the Champions League. Their style of play is also amazing. The way they attack, the score goes. But still, they don't have the Champions League title. They don't want the Champions League title. Um, and man, that was what that was the same thing Nigeria did. They played well. They scored goals, but they lost at at a very late stage in the game. And I know with with good guidance and a better coach, you can still improve. Uh, yeah, he just compared um Ninja Super Eagles to Man City. I mean, Man City are miles ab- above them. In knockout games, Man City has won the FA Cup, won the Carabao Cup. They've been in the final of the Champions League. They've won the league so many times. When you need, just like I said, when you need, you, you can't use just Champions League to, to defy a team's success or whatever. When you need your team to deliver, are they delivering? When you need Man City to win the league, when you need them to do something extraordinary, they, they give it to you. A Champions League, is a game that can go either way. Champions League doesn't mean you are consistent. Consistency is only shows in your league. You can win Champions League and get relegated. I mean, you can be sixth. Chelsea once finished fifth or sixth in that in that league in Premier League and won the Champions League. Last season, I think Chelsea finished fourth position was it third or fourth, fourth. and they won the Champions League. Yes, exactly. So Champions League doesn't mean consistency. Liverpool and Man City have been consistent. I've been consistent over five to six years now. Every season, every season, you see them going out for trophies, going out head to head. That's what consistency means. Consistency doesn't show in knockout games. Your league games, over 38 games, shows how, how, how best you are. Right now, I don't want to, I don't want to say Man City. I don't want to say the fact that Man City have not won the Champions League. They are not a good thing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that like you, like you said about the Champions League, you said Champions League is like a game of, I think, luck. That was, that was what you're trying to say because you said uh, Man- um, Chelsea finished at the fifth position and still won the Champions League. And that same goes for the AFCON. Egypt were not playing well at the beginning of the, the tournament, but still they went, to, they went to the final. 
Exactly, I just proved my point right. If you're not playing well, a style of football doesn't defy your success. What's defying your success is when you need to do it. Consistency. Egypt knows they are a weaker team, and what they do, they soak in pressure, they drag you out to the penalty shootout. That's our style of play. That's how they win games. Nigeria, we just go out all attack, we lack control of the game. We, our defense looks so weak. I mean, I, I can't believe if what the AFCON and after the final of the AFCON. And you see Cordin and Jan Super Eagles, the best team. To me, the best team there that I can mention the best team either the Super Eagles. We have the Malawi teams. I love those guys. They play so the, the teamwork is top notch. We have the Egypt national team. They, they know they are weaker team. They work on them. They work on their opponents. When once they get the ball, build it up the Salah. Once we can once we can beat you, we soak in the pressure, we drag it to the penalties to extra time. I mean, throughout the knockout, they, they, I think out of four knockout games. They play like three penalties shootout or so or so. I think the the, the most drag I think the, was the final in penalty shootout against Senegal. Yeah, yeah, it was a penalty shootout. Exactly. So that's it. They know that that that's how your style of football wins your game. Your style of football doesn't really matter if you are if you are scoring eighty goals, ninety goals and everything. I let's go Madrid won the league last season. That style of football. Soaking pressure. It's on the counter. That's all it's we are married. We're winning Champions League in the, this team in knockout. Knockout. Nigerian national Nigerian national team doesn't show consistency over the years. I mean, last half gone, we we knocked out um, against Algeria. This season again, another North African team we knocked out. This is Ghana again. The world, the playoff against Ghana this month in March. We don't really look. We don't we don't really look like a team that can do it when it matters the most, because we know someone will choke. Maybe the goalkeeper, maybe the defense line, maybe our wingers will start missing chances and everything. There's no there's no consistency over the years. In Senegal, you've seen consistency consistency in the last two or three seasons in when it comes to um, national games. They were they played the final in last um Afcon against I've forgotten the team they played against. Against Algeria. Algeria, Algeria. Exactly. And this season this year again, they went to the final. That's consistency. Then Nigeria, we don't chop them anyhow. We start chop them in. So I think that's it. Or do you have anything to add? Yeah, I have to say Nigeria are trying to like improve. This is one. This turn, the way they played in this tournament is one of the best. This is one of the like their best performance I've seen in like a while. Even the last tournaments they played in, I they didn't they didn't play like this. They didn't they didn't have possession of the ball. They didn't play well. They didn't play as a team in the last in the last tournament they played in. I feel with this like with this they can see you like improve better. All I see now is improvement. I know that if with good guidance and a good coach, you can improve. Okay, those are Daniel said with good guidance and new coach. That means still need a new coach. Uh, Austin the Guavon can do anything, right? I mean, I mean, was he? He's trying. He's trying. He tried his best. He tried his best. I mean, this is the same coach. He said we play a good football under him under so many years. And so why do you still? Why do you think we still need a new coach when we when you just said Nigeria was the best team have come under him? I just I just felt he doesn't have like the charisma or the the zeal to like push the Nigeria players forward. They need someone strict, you know, someone commanding, someone demanding, someone that can demand more from them. I mean Austin is very demanding. Have you seen him on, on, on the touchline? <laughs> let's just see, let's just see Nigeria needs improvements. Let's just see Nigeria needs improvements. <laughs> okay, Nigeria needs improvements. Okay, now we are moving on to the um, music segment and movies. <laughs> 
Okay, guys, our next um segment right now is talking about um music and movies and series. Okay, um, I think last year was a was a great year for um, for some Nigerian musician and everything. I think person that had a really great year has to be um, Buju. Buju. I mean, formerly called Buju, is now Benson. <laughs> nice, nice, nice one. Okay, um, last year he had, he had a good one from Future Young, Rizzi, um, Deluxe album, Job Feeling, Job Outside, Job Testimony, um, Code Outside with um, Timaya, um, right? Um, Basket Mouth, uh, Your Body, um, Confident with Savage. I mean, he was topping charts, doing all kind of craziness. This year again, he, he started with um, Finesse, with Fuse, um, he dropped it. Um, Italy again, Italy we, we fix with um black diamond also. I mean, Buju is hot, hot, hot boy, <laughs> hot boy. So like, you know, Buju had a great year and everything last year. But there's been this conversation about um what should be the next return between um Buju, Zinoriski, Uga, and um Ayasta. Like, who do you think uh, deserve next return? All these people you just called are very talented musicians. Um, Buju on his own, I feel I feel he doesn't have any competitor. Ruga is good. Ayastak, he's very talented. They all had, they all had their own eats. But Buju on his on another, is on another level. Buju is on another level from everybody. He has this charisma. He's talented. Everybody wants to feature Buju. Every artist wants Buju on their song. Let's see. I, I to me oh, I give it to Buju. Buju is one of the best artists I've seen so far, right now. So next we had um artists for their distribute to Buju. Yeah, definitely. With the new Bentley. Bentley. <laughs> With the new Bentley um to be given to 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 the new new um winners starting from this year. I think I think the next edit will be hosted in US or so. US or UK? I I think it's UK. I oh, know it's US, US, okay. US. But the next um edit um uh, next we had. We're giving um Bentley. I think they have um new four categories about. I think I can't really remember some of the new categories. I think best pop album or best pop solo. I can't really remember, guys. I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> I can't remember about that. So also I want to talk about um this weekend, uh, I think March fifth, um the video O2 um performance. I mean sold out again. And then Nigerian client at the O2. I mean we have musicians coming in. Talking about how massive the crowd was, how massive the energy was. We have Audi, Tion Win, Tion Win, um, we have um, Fuse that dropped like a song two days ago and it came to a two, and over 20,000 were singing to it. I mean, that's fucking massive. Dropped the song two days ago and 20,000 audience in the O2 Arena are vibing to your song. We have CKU coming through with Love One City, Zelantan. I mean, it was it was an amazing, massive show. Kudos to David and his team and everything. It was amazing for everyone that went to the show and everything. So, what what's next for um, Nigerian musicians and artists? I mean, going to the O2 now is like small performing in O2. I mean, we have our big guys that can sell out O2, likes of David um, Wizzy, Bonaboy. I mean, these guys we sell out the O2. They would have done it twice. We have done it like two two times and also I think three days in a row. And I think Manabo have already done it also. So it's like small thing to these guys. I mean, what 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 next what is what's the next challenge now you <laughs> for these Nigerian artists? Um firstly I didn't expect 
anything less from Davido. His performance in Otsu, at Otsu was was outstanding. People people were vibing, his fans were vibing. But to me, but for me, I still expected more from him. He didn't perform like he didn't he didn't perform as an artist. He just performed as a Nigerian musician, performing in Lagos, like every other local musician around. Everybody in O2, everybody that performs in O2, they perform in class. They have this international arts. Performing in O2 is not just being local, not just being yourself in your, not just performing like the way you perform in your country. You are performing, it's performing as an international arts, not just as a Nigerian performing in this country. You need more from the video. What he did at O2 was good, but I say expected more. And for for the O2, for Nigeria's performing at the O2, um, it's been a very normal thing of late in Nigeria, and I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what comes next for us like this. So I don't know what comes next. I don't know where we're going to. I don't know the big place we're going to perform in. I think we're going to perform in US or New York right now. Maybe that's one. Of, that's going to be one of the, like our next, our next conquest for Nigerians. But we'll still give it time. We'll still give it time, and. Like you said the other time, um, Fuse, Fuse, um, Fuse performed Finest at the O2 and everybody reviving to it. That shows how, how the audience Nigerian music, music has already. So we just need like a more bigger brand for the music. It came more bigger brand for the music by Daniel. And he mentioned that they do two performance and everything. I mean, I think we all see things differently. I mean, I watched the O2 streams online and had an amazing time. I mean, I don't know. I think people try and find, try and find fault in everything. This is an Afrobeat musician. What do you expect from an Afrobeat musician? I don't, don't, don't expect him to be miming his songs or doing something. I mean, he came to the show, he performed his songs, his old songs and everything. His fans vibe to it. Everybody that went to the O2, O2 had, a, had an amazing time. I mean, people were just online saying some kind of irritating stuff like, hey, you got this guy, that, this guy. I mean, People that went there with their money and bought tickets never complained. They, they had a good time. They had an amazing time. But it's, it's people with their phone staying online all night, shouting, they will do performance, be like Lagos performance, be like blog party. I mean, what were what, what you expecting? Do, were you expecting him to drop mic and start doing an Asian um, performance or a Sam Smith performance? <laughs> I don't understand. They will do in Lagos is what you expect every time. That's the video we know. That's the video we want. We don't want a video that does suddenly give us a change. An artist sells himself where by being himself. It's not by being a we know David, that's the video. He came with his guys, Israel DMW, Juju Man, made his fans laugh. I mean, people, fans want to feel, fans want to feel what they feel when you are singing or so when they listen to your song with their episodes and whatever. They want that same feeling when they see you on stage on, on stage. They don't want a different vibe. That's what they paid to. They fell in love with your music at first because that's what we gave them. They don't want you to come on stage and give us something as entirely that's different from what we were selling us to selling to us on, on Apple Music or Spotify. That was sales an artist by being your real self, not by changing. If an artist changes today, you lose some fans. That's the fact. And to gain a new fan by changing your art is difficult in this time because we have so many computers ready to steal your fans. So I don't know, I don't understand what you guys said. His performance was whack. His something was this thing. It was a sold-out show. I saw many videos of people that went to the show and I don't know, I don't know himself. A lot of people on Twitter tweeting, waiting, waiting, looking for faults. 
people went i saw so many videos i didn't go posted the zone i saw the way with the way people were singing to i i saw people were, the way people were singing to um um body remix with the uk guys i mean that's that's an amazing it sure doesn't get better than that you don't have to go to a show and start uh it's not it's not a nigeria got talent or an american got talent show or British got talent whereby you have to put on them and start doing vocals and everything this is Afro beat. What were you expecting in Afro beat? When you feel like this is no Afro beat, what were you expecting? You dance with the um, bands and everything. It's Afro beat for, for kind of loud. <laughs> when did it turn to a, or a combination between using vocals to sing? Afro beat is just beats. That's why we have beat in it. Dance. People want to adorn themselves. People are here to shake body. People are not here to listen to your vocals. It's Afro beat for kind of loud. So let's, let's, let's know how how we can demand more from people, not by telling them to sell us a new act. He never said he's a vocalist. He's an alphabet musician. That's what he gave us. That's what he sold to us. What if they were singing a cool um, assurance? I'm pretty sure you guys didn't hear any vocals there. So why do you need vocals in O2? <laughs> why in any damn? You know, he has um, some issues with his voice and everything. So what, what were you expecting? It will change overnight because you want to hear this thing. <laughs> okay, um, that's that's um, kudos to the video and the Teddy BG gangs for pulling up pulling up an amazing show. I respect you guys. Don't listen to what the task is. They tell always find the fault. You listen to what they see and that's that tune. They find find they find another fault again. You can't satisfy people. That's the fact. You satisfy your fans in the Ultra Arena. Twenty key shut down. That what matters. Not people that were unable to buy your tickets that we are at home. I mean, people will not buy tickets, and then they complain. People will buy and we go to the show, they no complain. They had a good time, but now people will not buy the ticket. They don't say, ah, so now Snapchat this now they use. So now this one now they use. Fucking ridiculous. I mean, the way you guys demand perfection from these artists, it will be nice if you can demand the same perfection from your government and, also, uh, and, <laughs> and that. So, okay, about enough with the Afro beats, musicians, and everything. Let's talk about the Ote. I think guys in Nigeria, I mean, Cool Santino dropped um, his new album, finally, Subaru Boys, Final Even. I mean, I've been on the cruise all weekend. I think dropped on Friday. I've been on the cruise all, all weekend. And truth be told, the album is a 10 over 10 for me. No, no means. Oh, it's all oh, amazing. I felt the Subaru cruise, the Subaru Boys cruise. The song would take to a different universe, just like he wanted all his fans to feel. I mean, Santino. Kudos to you, bro. I don't know if I have anything to add to that. Um, I like the album. The album sounds nice. Um, the sound production of the album was top notch. Um, I inspired the song with Iman Kofi. I actually loved it, and it was actually I didn't I actually didn't know um Santi will actually like pull up something like that, and it actually blew my mind. That was actually amazing. Yeah, Santi blew my mind, and I'm pretty sure you guys should go good um to your music apps. Try and stream the song, share it to your friends. I mean, let's let's support these artists. I mean, they have our own. Most support them. Yeah. So I think uh, about movies and um, TV series. I think the one of the biggest series so far this year has been um, Euphoria. I mean, on socials and the streams. I'm sorry. Um, the engagement and talks about Euphoria. I mean, has been amazing from the characters and everything. I mean, that's a that's a massive show. Massive, massive show. I mean, I haven't seen the season finale because, and again, I've been drop, dropping spoilers. But if you haven't seen Euphoria, check it out. I will highly recommend it to you guys. 
to me that series like an 8.5 over 10 for me interesting storyline nice portrait of characters and everything i mean top notch zendaya really killed it um the rest of the artists i'm sorry actors and actors did their best on it i don't know if you have something to add to before we also yeah at first when marcel recommended the movie to me to watch when i first saw the movie like i didn't know it was i actually didn't know it was going to be my like my type of movie because like i knew i knew zendaya was a, a good artist and he said Jake was one of the like executive producers. I didn't, I didn't want to like vibe with the movie at first, with the series at first. But when I started watching it, it was actually amazing. Like with the way they portray, um, portrayed, um, with the way they portrayed the girl being addicted to drugs and wanting to like missing missing her father and her mother, trying like trying to like take care of her and doing a lot of stuff. Uh, the movie is actually amazing. You love it actually. Yeah, and for those of you like. I've started seeing the series and uh, all those of you that have seen it, please just like <laughs> you feel is not trying to promote um drugs and those kind of <laughs> whatever activities they done. They're trying to show how bad it is. I mean we we also the character who whenever she takes drugs and whenever she's on it, how she behaves to our loved ones and family. Those are those are that's how this substance will make you feel, please. So say no to drugs, say no to weed, say no to Say no to drugs. Say no to every alcohol also and everything. So guys, we really hope you enjoyed this um this episode from us. This is our first season. Our second season. Our first episode. And I don't know if Dan has anything to say. Um I'm just happy to be on the show again and I hope uh, I hope you guys enjoy the show. Yeah guys, we really hope you do enjoy this episode and this show. So you know what to do. Um, share this episode to your friends, your family, your group chats, your socials, and everything. Get us those streams and those fans. Okay, we love you, and you know what we do every time. Stay what? Stay jiggy. <laughs>